ladies and gentlemen, welcome back after a long time to the Armchair Booking and Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Stu- Stupendous Stunning Steve Barber. Steve Barber. And joining me, as always, my awesome co-host, Delicious Dwayland Davis. Hey, everybody. And oh my God, I cannot believe we are finally recording. I know. It has I was, been... I was... I'll be honest. I was getting kind of worried. Hope I asked I me. Uh, <laughs> like, are y'all doing the podcast today? I'm like, uh, last I talked to Steve, he said, he said, I hope so. And I haven't heard anything from him since. So I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it has been, and I say it's been three weeks since we had an episode. Actually, it's been three weeks and one day since we were, since an episode record. I can't say we, because unfortunately you had, you actually were not on the last episode yep. because you yep. had a family emergency. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had already rescheduled yeah. Jamie and John twice. And I was, and you said, well, if you want to go ahead and do a solo, even though we had just told everybody, well, I'm not going to do any more solo interviews. Yeah. And like three days later, I had to do a solo interview. Yeah. But I have already at least spoken to Jamie and um, we are going to do something again with them. Okay. You know, hopefully soon. Uh, because actually just talking with Jamie, I discovered, uh, well, actually, if you listen to their Bless Their Hearts um, podcast, there's a lot of weird medical stuff that that mm. we all like have in common, right? You know, um, and if it's not us, it's like our kids, yeah. You know, uh, and so kind of bonding, kind of kind of things. Yeah, but yeah uh, two great guys, and listen to Jamie tell the story about when they the first time they they when they had Chris Jericho on their podcast before they start recording, John walks in the room and Jamie is laying on the ground in a fetal position. Oh. <laughs> yeah he's like that nervous you oh, know wow um and john of course if you follow aew especially like on the, the social media and you see mm-hmm. a picture uh was it one which briscoe because i'm gonna feel bad uh, say the... jay briscoe passed yeah. okay so it was his brother you know who was yeah, flying Mark. through the air yeah about to land on a table and you yeah. see the guy in the back with his arms raised <laughs> that's john that, oh, okay so they cool. happened to catch him you know, um, on that. So John's internet AEW famous. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I had a, had a really good time talking about that. I could definitely go check out their, their two podcasts or not wrestling podcasts, but, uh, they're both wrestling fans, especially Jamie. He's been a wrestling fan since he was a kid and, right. um, and John's getting back into it. And he said, man, he said, I'm glad I'm getting back into it, you know, because he's really enjoying himself. I'll be, I check out true crime cast and the bless their hearts podcast. Uh, but, uh, speaking of meeting um, childhood idols, I got lots of story. Actually, I don't want to use the word. I don't want to use the word idol. I'll say heroes. Um, but I, I, this past weekend was, you know, I put on my personal Facebook. You know, twelve year old me wouldn't have never believed, right? You know this. Um, yeah, and I'm going to go into more detail about that. You know, as the uh, podcast goes on, I just want to, um, you know, say apologies from myself and Dwayland for not being able to record for the past three weeks. Yeah. Um, you know, we do say, you know, we stick by this family does come first. And when you have family emergencies, mm-hmm. uh, there's been a couple of them, not just one. Yeah. I mean, there's been a couple of them. Uh, when you have situations that leave you so frazzled because you're ready mm-hmm. to go beat an 11 year old rear end, yeah. you know, because, I'll say it. My son got jumped by two kids who used to be his friends and right. just happened to be on a day recording. And Dwayne actually told me, he's like, dude, 
your mind's not in the right place. Mm. Like, go right. take care of your son. Go take care. Of, yeah. So I was like, done. So, uh, and then on the lighter side of things, when your toilet all of a sudden starts decides to start spraying mm. water everywhere, you kind of got to fix. <laughs> yeah, and for me, it's when the sto- stomach bug decides to rip ah, through your house, bug. person, yep. person after person. And you know, like... you know, sadly, that was like the lightest thing that happened. <laughs> it really was. That it really was. Uh, and, and it's not the first time that's happened, you know, to either mm. one of us. No, so, I mean, we've um, dealt with that, the flu, <laughs> you know, COVID just, wow. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, so, and that's before my work has really start ramping up, even mm-hmm. though might not be there too much longer. Right. You know, it just all depends. I mean, I wanted to talk to my boss today about it, but. Um, but he was, he was actually a lot busier than what he normally is. And so I wasn't able to actually talk to him, you know, about possibly dropping my notice here. soon. Mm-hmm. we're talking about that because I also, I also don't want to leave anybody hanging, holding the bag right. because it is like a, one of the busiest times of the year. And I don't want to say, well, sucks to be you. And <laughs> yeah. Cause that, that honestly, I mean, no, no matter my feelings about the job, it's not fair to them to say, pick up all, every single bit of my slack at the last minute. Yeah. You know, because of. Yeah, Maybe. here's everything I was working on. Here you go. See you. Yeah. You know, um, you know, so just doing uh the right thing, basically. Um, but before we get started on the details, because we, we just kind of want to do like a catching up episode because three mm-hmm. weeks, we we didn't even have like a really a topic because we we're like, well, let's not even have a topic because we don't even know if we're gonna be recording. Right. right. <laughs> so that's how that's how hectic it's been. Uh, lately, or, or the way I put it on uh, Twitter, I said life gets in the way sometimes, or life happens. And mm-hmm. here lately, it's been happening a lot. A whole lot, yeah. <laughs> so, and yeah. it's been one thing after another. Yeah. You know? I, so, I, but I need this. I need this wrestling therapy. <laughs> we do. We really do. Um, and before we get started, I want to go ahead and give all our contact and list of info. If I can remember it, it has been three weeks, but. Uh, let's see if you want to email the show it's armchair booking podcast at gmail.com if you want to find us on facebook it's facebook.com slash armchair booking podcast you can also find us on instagram at armchair booking podcast you can find us on twitter at booking armchair you can find us on tiktok at armchair booking you can find us on youtube if you're watching you know that already if you're listening to audio hey go check out the youtube because in fact i know in this show here i'm going to be showing some pictures that you're not gonna be able to see in the audio but you can listen to us subscribe it and the picture what the pictures look like you know <laughs> um from this past weekend and but if you want to find us on audio you can go just about any audio platform there is if we're not there let us know we'll do whatever we can to get ourselves added you can find our merch at tpublic.com slash user slash armchair dash booking dash podcast you can get things like shirts you can get phone cases you can get coffee mugs uh, and it, that's just some of the things I have already. You can also get mm-hmm. cases. You can get laptop cases. I mean, it, it, they, they're amazing, you know, with the stuff that they can produce. Uh, you can also uh, find Dwaylon on his social media at fat underscore daddy 73. And because he's fat daddy, well, with, along with the fat daddy, you got to have a big mama. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about the big mama from the NWF. And I'm not talking about the big mama that's Jimmy Valiant's woman. <laughs> yeah, I had to throw that in there. For oh, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> so I'm talking about Dwayland's wife, Hope. She is Big Mama. Together they have a couple of social medias on YouTube and TikTok called Big and Fat. Mm-hmm. I also have my other 
non-wrestling podcast called the Cubicle Chat, which as of last week, I am the only person on that. Uh, right. Mikey, my co-host there, he stepped down. You know, uh, he, you know, he just said his heart wasn't into it anymore, but he had a lot of fun and he was grateful to be on the show. And so right now I'm going to be running solo for a while, you know, just to see how I do. I will have guests. Waylon will be back on there. Y'all know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, because if y'all think we only talk about wrestling, well, you can't build a 30 plus year friendship <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, on wrestling. just wrestling. Yeah. Uh, we also talk about music oh, yeah. and, we, and we can talk about movies and mm-hmm. we can talk about all sorts of other stuff. And, um, and we do a lot. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, we do. Uh, I know it's been a while, but is that everything? I believe that's everything. Yep. All I right. So cool. Um, it's really and, good for being three weeks off. Yeah. <laughs> and I do want to think. Oh, we're also on IMDb. I almost forgot about that. That's right. We are can't, on IMDb. Can't forget that because that's the most um, important thing. Not only that, but Jamie and John—they told mm-hmm. me because they're also on IMDb. They said somebody has to manually put that in on there oh so somebody put us on there well yes. whoever you are thank you very much thank you very much and uh well at least one of them i think it was jamie that said hey and if you know who it is send them our way we can need some help <laughs> uh so but anyway so yeah definitely go check out that episode because that was part of our series of series of why we are fans our next interview we don't know when it's going to be scheduled but we have already promised uh, Herman Cade, also known as Bear from the Wrestling Society Network mm-hmm. podcast. Yep. Uh, because we unfortunately we've had to we had him scheduled, but then we had to yeah uh, reschedule, and then we had to reschedule, and then so finally I said, hey, we'll let you know. Yeah, <laughs> and, we'll let you know. And, uh, he, I apo- we apologize for that. It's, yeah. Again, it's things have been very hectic. So yeah. So, uh, but we appreciate everybody's patience, and and Bear, you were definitely our next guest. Uh, we will figure out the the good date and time. Um, because we're honestly, we're still a little hesitant to schedule anybody right now, but yeah, because and mostly because of my work right now, to be honest mm-hmm, with you. Yeah. Um, although next Monday, um, they work, work is not going to interfere with anything next Monday because I'm going to be talking to the school board at their meeting next Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know how long that's going to last. So, uh, once again, we, if, um, if we, if, if we end up, if we schedule an interview, uh, we don't want to have to be the ones to yeah, yeah. cancel it. You yeah. know, so that's why if we know there's a possibility, you know, that uh, we may end up having to cancel the show, you know, we just, we won't have an interview because that's not fair to the person we're interviewing. Exactly. All right. So in the world of wrestling right now, because I have, I have one thing, because I have uh, one thing that has bugged the crap out of me since I saw it. We have two useless matches at WrestleMania. I was about to. Oh, I know. I, I'm pretty sure I know the yeah. ones you're talking about. You have Bobby Lashley versus Bray Wyatt for no reason at all. Just, just, just none. It makes no sense to have these two. When, and part of the problem is Bobby Lashley is being slotted in because the original plan was was Brock Lesnar versus Bray Wyatt, and Brock didn't want to didn't want to work with Bray Wyatt. So. Uh, the Vince McMahon idea was to put Brock and almost together for a match at WrestleMania. And Brock was all for that. So that's the match we're getting. We're getting Brock Lesnar versus Omos um, on the biggest stage of the year. We're getting Bobby Lashley versus Bray Wyatt. And no offense to any of these performers, 
but neither of these matches make a bit of sense and are unnecessary. They're just going to take up time on the card that could be given to something else. You should not have, well, at least three out of three out of four of these performers. You should not have them being in matches that are going to be considered the the pee break. No, the, the yeah, the pee break or the snack break or just the throwaway matches that in two months nobody's going to remember. And it's like oh. they've wasted. And here's the thing: Triple H was amazing booker for NXT mm-hmm. during its heyday. Started out great when he took over after Vince had after Vince stepped down. But I don't know what he's doing now because other than the bloodline story, which is the best storyline in pro wrestling right now. Oh yeah. Other than that though, a lot of stuff does not make sense. Okay. Uh and I know you've got some stuff to tell everybody, so I'll try no, to no, be you're brief. fine. You're, no, you're fine. Um so you've got the women's tag team titles are still not booked with any confidence, are still not made to be important. They have Becky Lynch and Lita beat Dakota Kai and EO Sky on a random episode of Raw I saw that. with the help of Trish Stratus. So now that's going to, rumor has it that that's going to set up a match at WrestleMania with the entire damage control. Versus Trish, Lita, and Becky Lynch. So you have two retired wrestlers and then four of the most talented women in the world. Why is this needed? I mean, they they, oh. bar- they buried Bailey. Bailey should be Bailey should have been the Raw Women's Champion, and Dakota Kai and Neil Scott should be the tag champions, and they should have ran the women's division. That's how it should have played out. But they buried Bailey. So now nobody's <laughs> nobody's believing that Bailey is a threat to the women's and title. I don't understand why they buried Bailey. I don't either. I, I mean something else uh, I don't understand. Well, I think we touched on this the last time that we uh that we recorded. I still don't understand why Rhea Ripley's challenging Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown women's title when Judgment Day when Judgment Day is on Raw. We were this cl- we were this close from getting Bianca Belair versus Rhea Ripley, which what everybody wanted to see at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. That was the money. Yeah, and but we got a we got a shoehorn Charlotte Flair into WrestleMania and, somehow. Oh, and you know, say, well, you know, and I was about to say, I think it'll be a it, it'll be a decent match. But then again, I also saw somebody post something. And I believe it may have been on is either on YouTube or real on like an Instagram or something. And it said, sadly, this is not done in slow motion. This is real time. And it was showing Charlotte in the last match they had on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And everything was, you know, she used to do oh, her yeah. moves very crisp, quick. Oh, yeah. Whatever. There's yeah, I saw yeah. clips of the match she had uh this past Friday with Shotzi. And yeah, it was not the Charlotte Flair we're used to. It was very methodical. Right, she was going at like a Randy Orton type pace. That that pace works for Orton for right. his style, but not for Charlotte's. So I don't know what's going on there. But as long as Rhea Ripley walks out with the title, then I don't care because there is your there is your future, your women's division right there. Rhea, yeah, he has everything. 
but I, and also another rumor is not only are we going to do the six man tag, the six man tag women's match, we're still going to have Becky and Lita defend the tag titles at WrestleMania. So they're going to have to pull double duty if the rumor is to be believed. So that makes no sense. Like the top of the, the, the top of the card is booked good. You've got Cody versus Roman for the title. That'll be Poss- good. Possibly inserting Sami Zayn in, in there if they don't go the route of having him and Kevin Owens chase the tag tops. Which I think that's the direction they should go. I, yeah, I think that's the direction that they should go. Let Cody have his moment, you know. But here's the thing, too. There's no guarantee that Cody Rhodes is going to walk out with the title. No, there's not. Because Roman is close to 1,000 days as champion. I could see WWE pulling a swerve and having Roman retain to get to the 1,000 days. And he's at at over 900 right now. And, you know, here's something else about, you know, Roman having that long run. And the whole bloodline thing is it's become unpredictable, which is really what you want. Which is what you want, yeah, because... Just when people were starting to complain about how, oh, well, Roman's had the title too long and all this is going on, in walks Sami Zayn, changes the complete dynamic of the group. Then you have this great storyline. Then you've got tremendous character work by Jey Uso. Yeah. Up, even including him turning on Sami on Raw last week. Yep. Which, I mean, the... The character work that he did in that few minutes was people need to, you know, promising wrestlers need to watch that if they're trying to figure out how to do character work because he had everybody in that arena in the palm of his hand believing that he had just turned his back on his brother and was going to side with Sammy and then super kicks his head off. He did too. Yeah. (laughs) And Sammy sold it like a million bucks. So I give him that too. But I mean, the top of the card is good, but then everything else, like you've got your main event match, you've got, and you've got your your world title matches. That part is good. Cody versus Roman for the undisputed title. Uh, you've got Bianca Belair versus Asuka. Which will be a good match. Which yeah. will be an excellent yeah. match, especially yeah. this This is the Asuka tapping into her Japan days. Yes. This is... This is killer oscar so that match is going to be good Rhea and charlotte will be good but then everything else falls apart nothing else on this card makes sense so far except for seth rollins and logan paul i saw that coming as Mm. soon as logan paul eliminated seth rollins from the royal rumble i'm like there's your wrestlemania match right there and then but they built it i give you credit they 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 built built it. it correctly and seth rollins is this Seth Rollins is fantastic. Like you can keep the architect, you can keep the guy from the shield, you can keep all that. I just need Riddler 2.0 Seth Rollins <laughs> doing his thing because this stuff is hilarious. The outfits, the, the the insane cackle, just all of it is just and of course, you know, once the bell rings, Seth Rollins can go. So yeah, you know, and Logan Paul has proved that he can go, even with the limited amount of experience that he has. But he's worked. He he's has. Worked. He's exactly. Put, he's put in the hours. He's so that match is going to be, from, especially from just an athletic standpoint, that match is going to be excellent. Might steal the whole show. That is very possible. Um, 
definitely uh theory and cena theory and cena will be good as yeah. long as they do the right thing as long as, the cena, thing. as long as cena does the job yep. cena does not need to win the u.s title this match does not need to end in a disqualification or a count out or some shenanigans austin theory needs this more than anything more than the title that he's carrying into the match he needs to beat uh-huh. john cena to get the rub what bigger rub would there be than you know one of the you know wwe mount rushmore mm-hmm. champions it, yes for him to for austin theory to beat there he get if theory beats cena he gets to brag about that the same way chris jericho gets to brag about beating austin and rock in the same in the same night to be undisputed champion you get to brag on that the rest of your career because yeah. what I mean, what bigger thing is there? I mean, because John Cena, you know, he's one of the people that you say you tell somebody who's not necessarily a wrestling fan, name a but wrestler, they, and John Cena, Cena. Pro- John Cena, The Rock, exactly. Hogan, Austin. Well, That's- you look. What I reference Jericho. Jericho beat the yeah. two biggest stars in the yes. Attitude Era. Yep. John Cena is the biggest star of the Ruthless Aggression Era and any other era they had until he just kind of slowed down. Right, his career to do Hollywood stuff. So, the smart thing to do is have Theory win that match. That way, he gets the rub and can do some excellent heel work because the guy's putting in the work. Ever since mm-hmm. they got rid of the goofy phone stuff and all that, and he got yeah. serious, I've liked Austin Theory. And Gunther, it's a, it's going to be either Sheamus or it's going to be Drew McIntyre. And the way they did on SmackDown. Both of them won the Fatal Five way. Yeah. If they do a triple threat with Gunther, McIntyre, and Sheamus, reinforce the ring and move the crowd back because (laughs) those boys are going to (laughs) fight. That's going to be brutal. Whoever's in there, it's going to be brutal. And that is going to be excellent because when Gunther starts laying in those chops, it is, oh, I I feel it. And I'm not even getting hit. (laughs) It's like, oh, my God. Oh, um, Edge and Balor in the Hell in a Cell match. I'm right next. I, I you know, what? I I don't even. Yeah, I'm tired of this feud, but I do. It goes back to what we were talking about, though. They're using the Hell in a Cell as the feud ender, which is what it was designed that to be. That part's good. Yeah, that part's good. But I'm so tired of this Edge versus Judgment Day thing. It's like, it's over. It's done. Just leave it be. And Balor um, needs to win that because there's no need for Edge to win that. Yeah. I'm looking over the match list and they have Lesnar versus Almost, but they mm-hmm. don't have Bobby Lashley and Bray Wyatt listed. Well, it's coming because it, they've had them interacting on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. And Uncle Howdy jumped Bobby Lashley on SmackDown. So, and that's another thing. I don't know what Triple H is doing because he has ruined Bray Wyatt from the time. He came back. I mean, the yeah. best thing that Bray Wyatt did was come back at Extreme Rules at the very end. After that, none of this has made sense. And not in a not in a mystical wrestling storyline, this doesn't make sense. It just does not make any sense. None right. of it. it we still like, don't know who Uncle Howdy is. It's Bo Dallas. It's, it's got to be Bo <laughs> Dallas. But, yeah. it, but we still don't know who he is. Bray is barely wrestling. And from what I saw on Twitter earlier, I meant to text you. He's he's uh, he's out injured again. 
but they're not specifying what the injury is. They just said he's out because of a physical condition is how they put it. So we've got three weeks to mania and one of your premier stars is potentially injured and may not make the show. What does he have athlete's foot or something? Have no clue. Like I said, they, all they're saying is uh physical condition. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, athlete's foot. I mean, it, it it's, I mean, it sucks, but it I sucks, mean, but you know, come on. But I mean, you know, I've ran three miles with athlete's foot before. I mean, I, Scott Siner wrestled and won world titles with, with drop foot. So it's dude. like, wrap it. <laughs> Scott Siner just wrapped it. And then, uh, but of course, Scott Siner's insane too. So I guess we shouldn't <laughs> use that as a, shouldn't, shouldn't use that as a reference, I guess. Uh, apparently his son must be a pretty good basketball player because he just signed to play for Virginia. Tech. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, well, that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of the things I've heard about Lesnar almost, and then um, Wyatt Lashley is Vince McMahon, of course, is back behind the scenes again. Mm-hmm. And that, he wanted to get back, excuse me, back into the, the fold as far as the creative. Yeah. And these two matches were his idea. Mm-hmm. Of course, Brock Lesnar didn't want to fight. Yeah. You know, Brock didn't want to do Bray and Brock gets to do whatever he wants to do. Did he say why he didn't want to? Mm-mm. I don't know if he didn't want to do the spooky mystical stuff that Bray does and be involved in that. And it's like, but that would have told a better story. In the story you're not going to get with Omos. I mean, he might be able to F5 Omos, but I mean, Omos is so tall. He, you know, I, Brock's going to hit 40 Germans and then win and then pin. All, all this is doing is feeding Omos to because but, I mean, how many times has Brock Lesnar lost at WrestleMania? Like what, twice maybe? I'm trying to think. Um, well, no, let's see. Goldberg. Now that was Survivor um, Series. He beat Goldberg at WrestleMania. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that, well, the first time. Uh, yeah, because they took. They had Goldberg beat Kevin Owens for the Universal Title. Oh, I'm talking about he, the the very first time they went at WrestleMania. Oh, that one. Uh, yeah, but, I can't remember. Oh, yeah, one, that was a loss. I think yeah. Goldberg did win that match. Yeah. Um, because the that's right before it's like it's considered one of the worst WrestleMania matches ever. Oh yeah, because everybody uh, knew they were both leaving, so yeah. the fans just crapped on the match, and so yeah. both and guys, I'll, instead of just going through with the match, they decided, well, they're going to crap on us, we're going to crap on them, and give them a terrible match. Yeah. So uh, I think he's only lost one time at WrestleMania. Um, the triple. Well, it turned into a triple threat. Him and Roman, yeah. but then Seth came in. But Roman took the pin, so it technically doesn't. Yeah. It, um, yeah. Okay. Two, because Brock did lose the title. So. Yeah. But then he, and then he lost, he did lose to Seth that won. It was like the opening match because he's like, I want to get my plane. I'm out That's here. right. That's right. So that's three. So being involved in this company for 21 years, he's only lost three times at WrestleMania. He ain't losing to Omos. I must say, because last year, was it him and Roman last year? Mm-hmm. Yes, because Roman Roman beat him for the title. That's one of, one of the three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah so so Roman that got, actually, yeah. so that'll make four. That so makes 20, four losses. Like I said, twenty one years. Twenty one years, know, four losses at WrestleMania. Not a bad resume, really. Exactly. <laughs> you know, he 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 broke the streak for the Undertaker, which I still don't agree with. But uh, um, I don't. 
I do and I don't. I, when it first happened, I was just in shock that the streak was yeah. over because it's like, then where does the Undertaker go from here? Because that got to be the selling point. Mm-hmm. People people bought tickets to WrestleMania as soon as they knew the Undertaker was going to be on the card because they knew the streak was on the line. And at first, I was like, mm, they shouldn't have broken the streak. And I still, I still hold on to that. They shouldn't have broken the streak. But at least they didn't have an up and an up and coming wrestler beat him right. or an established an established baby face or something like that. We said have Roman do it. Roman had enough heat as it was. Mm-hmm. Uh with Brock, Brock could take that heat because Brock don't care. Yeah. It, he doesn't. And it wasn't and it wasn't going to affect Brock's career because Brock was bulletproof already. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't going to the fans weren't going to turn on Brock like they would turn on everybody else because Brock was an attraction. He's just a wrecking ball that people paid to see beat people up. So it wasn't like if they had had somebody like AJ Styles break the streak, the fans would have turned on AJ and yeah. his, his WWE career would have never been the same. And Undertaker, man, he's done wrestling his match with AJ where the Undertaker actually went over. Um, yeah. And I think, he may have planned on wrestling at, again after that because Undertaker is another one who believes you leave with, you know, yeah. you leave staring at the lights. Yeah, you know, you're you supposed to look at the lights. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I don't but, think that tradition is upheld enough in this day and age. I think right. that's still how it should be. Call it antiquated all you want to, but I still think that if you're the veteran and you're leaving or retiring or whatever, and put over somebody on your way out the door. Mm-hmm. Make a new star on your way out the door because somebody made you, so you need to make somebody else. Exactly. And once you retire, stay retired. Yeah, stop. <laughs> I don't care I mean, how much money they back up to your house because Shawn Michaels, I thought he was going to be the exception to the rule, and he stayed retired for eight years. Mm-hmm. And then that Saudi money came, and and I mean, I can't, I can't blame him. If you're offering me that kind of money, because I think he was, I think that he got paid like seven, eight million dollars to do that match, to come out of retirement to do that match. Somebody cuts me a check for seven, eight million dollars. It's like, well, all right. I mean, I got one in me. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, it ain't gonna be a good one. It's not gonna be a good one at all, <laughs> at all. Let me put that out there. But for eight million dollars, I'll do what I can. <laughs> yeah, and he's walking. going. People don't want to see me bald, but yeah. you know but, that was one thing that came out. And he's like. Who's got his head shaved? Yeah. That's yeah. not no, he's gotta have a mullet. What's going yeah. on? <laughs> well, the problem is he was getting the uh you know the crop circle thing going in the top of his head. I got that too, and guess yeah. what? See, I yours got... is different though, because yours <laughs> is like this. His he was combing, he was doing the comb over thing, oh, trying to hide got, the fact got... that he was going bald here. He got the whole bacon strips thing going. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and that uh. is just awful. It's like that yeah. is that is nature's way of telling you to just give it, it up. It look worse when you do that. It's like drawing, especially if the wind blows and you go like <laughs> one side. It's like, Woo! Yeah, it's like, it just flaps up like this and then boom. Yeah, and it's like, like oh. And, uh, okay. But that is your WrestleMania card so far. So for, for me, it's like, can I get the three world title matches and then y'all keep the rest of it? No, I take that back. Give me the three world title matches and Seth Rollins and Logan Paul and y'all, y'all can have the rest of it. Uh, 
And this is a two night thing. Yeah, a two night thing. And and the only the one match has been uh, verified for one of the nights, and that's Rollins and Logan Paul's on the first night. Oh, okay. Uh, the rest of them, it just says uh, to be announced. I'm going to guess Roman and Cody is probably going to be on night number two. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know the other ones toss up, and that could be any. I, mean, I, I don't think they're going to have the women's matches on the same night. It's going to be one on one night. One. Yeah, that's, that's how it should way. be. Another yeah. thing that I did here, and I, and I'll be done. Um, but the plan is, regardless of who is the tag team champions, the women's tag team champions, they will have to defend those titles against Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler because that's the direction that they're going. Well, I, actually, gonna... <laughs> I am absolutely fine with that because yeah, we're going to have new champions. <laughs> oh, we're definitely going to have new champions. Yeah. It's like, hey, we got two killers over here versus everybody else. But, you know, between the old redhead and the new redhead over yeah. here. And the thing is, with this will actually be better for Ronda than Ronda having to mm-hmm. do these matches by herself because Shayna can do the heavy lifting and cover up Ronda's deficiencies. Yep. Because as much as they want to say how great she acclimated to wrestling, she did to a point and then it plateaued and she hasn't mm-hmm. gotten any better. And by Shana them being gets, in it, Shayna gets it better. Shayna gets it. And Shana, yeah. it's like, they could have that sort of, with their skill sets, they could have, if they stay together long enough, they could have that Arn and Tully type thing where Rhonda comes in for a while and, you know, does does the technical stuff and all that. And then Shayna gets tagged in and does the crunch work and just puts the boots to him. Because yep. that's kind of how Arn and Tully were. You know, Tully was the Flash, and then he'd tag in Arn, and Arn was just start spine-bustering people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, so, so that's our WrestleMania. Um, well, I mean, I'm pretty sure we'll have another preview once. Oh, yeah. You know, that's just what kind I mean, of my we'll, overview of what yeah, they've done so far. So far. With three weeks out. Uh, I mean, give them a chance. They'll screw it up. You know. Oh, um, definitely. I have yeah. no doubt. <laughs> but um i do want to talk about my weekend uh, and actually i want to talk about something that happened um not this past weekend but the weekend before a friend of the show and that would be one wildcat chris harris he did a favor uh for us and i'm actually you know what i'm going to share let me bring this thing up i'm going to, have to pause it um hold on. Don't want to start it too early. All right. Gotta share the screen. And I know I already sent this to you. Um but there we go. Yeah, I already sent it to you, but I just wanna Sure for the oh, yeah. uh, the people. Um, in fact, let me. Uh, I'm actually I'm going to stop the sharing real quick because I know I forgot to do something. The same thing I forget to do every time: share sound. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they yeah they kind of want to need it. <laughs> so, uh, but this is Wildcat Chris Harris. He did this on the 
4th of March. Hey guys, this is Wildcat Chris Harris, one half of America's Most Wanted and former seven-time NWA TNA Tag Team Champion. I want you guys to check out Steve and Dwellin on Armchair Booking Podcast. Awesome. That's yep. awesome. Yeah. Uh, but this weekend, got another promo. And I, I will share that one along with um, some of the pictures from this weekend. What it was, I went to um, uh, the the another wrestling fan fest up in Chillicothe. And that's mm-hmm. one thing I think we had mentioned it um, yeah. before. Yeah. yeah. So uh, sorry for people looking at my Windows Explorer, but. <laughs> but um see if you did I I didn't hold on. I don't think I... <laughs> Please hold. I think I did it again. Could you hear that? All right. Uh, I didn't hear it. Okay. So yeah, once again I don't click the little thing. Oh no, it says share sound. Okay. All right. So you ready? Yep. Here we go. So you know what? I've been looking for an armchair here. Do you have an armchair? I have an armchair booking wrestling podcast. You are the guy behind the armchair wrestling podcast? Yes, sir. I listen to it. This is Bill After Grab an Armchair Podcast. All right? And you know, one of the coolest things was he actually offered to do that. That was his idea to do the promo. I mean... Godfather of wrestling journalism. Yes, you know it's like uh, I, 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 I'm speechless. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, you know, this weekend um, there were certain parts of it that were surreal, and I'll get into that as well. Um, you know, the, we weren't even there that long. Out of all, all three of the fan fests that my son and I have been to up in Chillicothe ran by Bobby Fulton. He's the one who always puts it on every year or every, every time, you know, once every six months now, um, this is the one we were actually, you know, we spent probably less time at this one than mm-hmm. the other ones, but the quality, you know, for me anyway, the stuff that we did, the people that we met has actually been kind of topping all the other ones. Right. And the other ones, right. I mean, you think the first one that I went to, you know, met Steamboat, met the NWO, along with Buff, and that was yep. a couple of days after we interviewed Buff. Yep. Um, you know, met Tully Blanchard, met J.J. Dillon. I uh, actually met Barry Windham, didn't get my picture taken with him, but uh, did meet him, and, you know, bought that belt right yep. there, you know, uh, the 10 pounds of gold. And he's like, man, that was a pretty good experience. The next one, you know, six months ago, same thing. We met, you know, um, some pretty cool people, and I can't even tell you right now off the top of my head who we met, but, I mean, we – um, but we, you know, had a good time at that one, but this one, because as soon as I saw the, the lineup mm-hmm. and there was only a few people that I really wanted to meet, you know, but the ones, but the reason I wanted to meet them was because they were from like my childhood watching, yeah, Atlantic, yeah. you know, um, including, you know, Jimmy Valiant, you know, in fact, I'm, I'm just going to go through. I'm going to go to the pictures um, like right now and I'm going to go um, and I don't have to uh, share the sound this time because there's no sound to share. (laughs) (laughs) But as you can see, um, there's Sting. There's Sting. Uh, I was not about to pay $75 though. Nah. nah. You know, uh, much as what I 
No disrespect um, to saying, but that's no, no, 75 yeah. bucks. Let's say. Yeah. <laughs> um, My sister would have loved that, though. Yeah. She was always a huge Sting fan. Okay. Uh, can you still see it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me see. Come on. There we go. Uh, Rock and Roll Express. Express. Yep. Um, Nikita Koloff. Nikita Koloff. Yeah, and I'll tell a story about that. Oh, by the way. With the, uh, the best version <laughs> of the United States Heavyweight Championship. Yes. And look what I, uh, look what else I'm holding as well. Ah, the chain. chain. Yep. Because <laughs> uh, Nikita gave it to me. I was like, oh, that thing's heavy, man. <laughs> uh, he's an awesome guy, by the way. Um, you know, it, it, yeah. Uh, like I said, I, I have a story to tell about Nikita, you know, when he got the pictures. This was the line to get into the oh, place. Wow. Yeah. Oh uh, wow. Look at that. Uh, look at that. And you can tell that was right after we got in there. Uh-huh. Because look at my glasses. Yeah. Yeah, they're transitional lenses. And uh-huh. so yeah, they they had, were still dark. And so that was right because we walked in and actually Dan Severn was right there as soon as you walk in and Boogie was about two people over. But oh, I saw okay. him and yeah, and I had I had the the action figure yeah. right there. I had it with me, and I immediately had it in a backpack, and I pulled it out, and uh, and he autographed it, and I asked him about being on a podcast, and he told me how much it's going to cost, and so uh, hopefully, you know, we can get enough money to save it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's not going to be cheap. But, yeah. Um, That is a WWE Hall of Fame ring that we got talked into buying by Robert Gibson. Still trying to figure out how that happened. I have one too. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, but did you buy it from Robert Gibson? I, I did not. You bought yours from Robert Gibson. I, I sure... bought mine from the uh, WWE game when they had the collector set. That's oh, what that came out of yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, the one that I have the collector's thing, I actually have the Demon Finn Balor. Uh, I don't know. Where oh, it's... okay. Yeah. Uh, in fact, my wife bought that for me. Um, back when I, it was two K. 17 or 2k18 yeah mine was uh i think mine was 17 because it had it had a a flare pop where he was in street clothes with the world title on the shoulder and Uh, then had the replica thing and it had like a actual piece of his robe and a little plaque like thing i gave that to my brother um here's the well, you, the flip side of the ten pounds of gold, but mm-hmm. you can see Dan Severn. He signed it. The beast. Yep, alongside where Tommy Wildfire Rich's um, signature is, and underneath that is a backpack I was carrying everything in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that's us with Dan Severn holding that belt. Yep. Uh, nice guy too. Um, by the way, I need to actually email him a picture of this. You know, because um, he, you know, and of course we can have him on the podcast as well oh yeah yeah uh, the man bill after bill after yep uh and i'm holding his book um there's you know the closest shot of his book is wrestling fixed i didn't know it was broken uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, i have started reading it a little bit i mean i've only got like you know part of the first chapter is just you know finding the time to sit down you know and read um he autographed it for us as well And and that's the the promo again. I need to mm-hmm. escape out of that. And and I think I got all the pictures. Let me check. Let me try to skip any. Yep, because I started with Sting. Okay. 
Um, but yeah, that was Bill after he was God, just so friendly. I could have sat there and just talked to that man forever. That's and awesome. I talked, you know, I was talking to him about, you know, maybe coming on a podcast and he said, I would, but he's like, I don't have time <laughs> like, because he does a lot of stuff with Sportskedia. And yeah. I'm thinking, you know, they didn't allow him. He's like, no, he's like, I just don't have time. He said, I'd love to. He said, but, um, but he actually did give me an, an email address to send questions to him. Cause I was like, dude, I feel like I got a lot of questions about the magazines. Right. You know, he's like, all right. And he wrote down an email address, which he put in the book also. Um, oh, okay, cool. You know, so, um, but yeah, and his was honestly the best uh, deal out of all of them because I mean, and I, I normally don't talk about like the prices and things like that, but it was twenty five dollars. I got a picture taken with him. I got the book. Got that picture that I showed. Um, actually, I didn't show the pictures on the camera, did I? No. Um, no. There we go. Uh, this picture autographed right here from Bill After. Mm-hmm. Um, then he did that promo, which was his idea, you know, all that for $25. And I was oh, like, Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's a good deal. Yeah. Um, you know, and got rock and roll express, you know, mm-hmm. right here. And, you know, that's one of the classic pictures. Oh and, yeah. And, um, the one with Nikita, Nikita. Yep. Yep. So, Russian nightmare. Uh, and, one of the things also, you know, if you saw the hat Nikita was wearing, this is it right here. This is the hat. This this hat right here. <laughs> Hi, Avi. What, baby? Uh, hold on. Let me see. Uh, here you go. You want me to turn it on? Yeah. You should see our glasses a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I just looked up and I was like, "Hey, you got a visitor." <laughs> yeah, I saw the door open. I'm like, "Yeah, she'll be cool. she'll be walking up in a minute." Uh, but this hat right here was on Nikita Koloff's head. I brought the hat, you know, to see of him mm-hmm. and and Crusher Khrushchev, who was also you know Barry Darso was also supposed to be there, but he had uh, uh, something happen. He wasn't able to make right, it. Right, right. Nikita, he started laughing. He, you know, he. And he's like, oh, that's awesome. You know, and he got it. And he's like, you want me to wear it? I was like, oh, I was just thinking you'd hold it. He's like, I'll wear it. I was like, all right. <laughs> then we took pictures. Then he forgot to have it on his head. He's like, oh, I forgot the hat. And he put the hat, and he grabbed it, put the hat on. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was super nice guy. Uh, one of the things, and I know we normally don't talk about a religion on the show. Uh, I'll make a slight exception for this because if um, if people keep up with the wrestling, Nikita Koloff, he became a born again Christian um, right after he retired at the business and that was around 93 and he's actually a traveling minister you know he does a lot of you know appearances and and things and um after you know we were talking and, and late and i we were getting ready to um move on you know but i asked i asked him i said do you do prayer requests and he said sure and i, and I was thinking he was going to give me an email address or right a website you know to send it to you know He's like, so what's going on, brother? And I, and I told him, I was like, oh, you know, I was like, well, there's, you know, I told him an issue with my son, you know, being bullied at school to the point we had to pull him out of school um, and we're homeschooling him now. And mm-hmm. I also told him about, you know, my job situation. And he said, okay. And he grabbed me and Leighton and he prayed with us right there and then. That's, that's amazing. That's, yeah. uh, that blew my mind when you told me that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cause I sent you a text. I'm like, 
I just prayed with Nikita Koloff. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. that, and, yeah. You know, now when I was telling Randy about it, I was like, I don't even know how to describe that. You know, and Randy's yeah. like, well, probably surreal. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was a as one of the I will never forget that experience. Um, you know, but one very very sad thing we haven't mentioned it yet, uh, yeah. but I know we're going to have to. We were there. I had, I think I'd, I'd already, um, you know, met Jimmy Valley and already met uh, Dan Severn because they were right next to each other. And we were walking over, you know, another part of the gym. Then we heard an announcement and it said, uh, Art Anderson and Brock Anderson were here yesterday. However, they had to leave because of a family emergency and they will not be appearing. And then a couple hours later, I get home check my Twitter and one of the first things I see is Arn, you know, tweeting that his son Barrett um had passed away. That's awful. Yeah. That's terrible. Um you know, thirty seven years old. Um they haven't said I mean I haven't seen any reports about what happened. I don't yeah, I, I, I really don't need to. Mm-mm. You know no, re- I mean um, regardless of what happened, you know, Arn lost his son. So yeah. I mean um, I know it's made like major news outlets, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, you know, and you see all these people, including Nikita Koloff, you know, of course he probably, I don't know if he found out at the event or later on, but he tweeted, you know, well after the event, um, giving his own condolences to Arn and, you know, the family and, um, you know, I mean, that, that's, you know, pretty tough. So, I mean, if Arn decides he's just going to stay home from now on. Oh yeah. You can't yeah, blame would, him. Yeah. I can't blame him, you know? Um, but yeah, cause, um, Barrett, you know, Barrett Lundy, you know, his uh, legal mm-hmm. name is only, only 37. I mean, that's, well, especially compared to us. I mean, we see yeah. now, I mean, that's way too young. And... Yeah. I mean, my wife is hope is 38. So that's like, he was my wife's age. Right. And, um, and, Brock is in his twenties. I mean, there's mm-hmm. a there was an age there was a little bit of an age gap between yeah. them and you know the two kids. Uh, but just hear that, I mean, it just kind of broke my heart. Yeah, you know, because um, unfortunately, I mean, I'll say it. I mean, I know what it's like to have to bury your own child. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, my heart definitely goes out to uh, the Lundy family, and you know, y'all and mine and Joylin's thoughts and prayers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, the. Uh, the next time they have a fan fest, if I have to come down and pick you up, I will. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, dude, you got to come up here for that. I mean, it's yeah, I know. A, uh, it's, I'm missing out. I know. <laughs> yeah. And when, when I met Jimmy Valiant and my son, he said later on, he's never seen me smile so big, you know, and his, you know, he's never seen me smile that big before, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, yeah, it's like, yeah, I was pretty happy. I mean, he was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the, um, which Jimmy Valiant, I mean, he was not the best wrestler. You know, um, he's held titles, including yeah. the Northern Wrestling Federation heavyweight yeah. title. Yeah. Um, for a day, but he still held it. And, um, but he was, even Jim Cornette described it. He's like, he was just so over with the fans. Oh, yeah. His, <laughs> he was one of those that his personality and charisma carried him far, a lot farther in wrestling than his in-ring skills would have. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, his he had two finishing moves. One was a sleeper. Mm-hmm. You know, he was the first person I ever saw put a sleeper hole on somebody. Yeah. Uh, I didn't understand how it worked back then, but then I realized later on, you're basically choking somebody. You're basically choking them out, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and then the other one, it was... It was a a double elbow drop, sort of, you know, into the ropes, hit them with the elbow, and they come off the ropes, and this, and they land. You immediately drop you the elbow, drop it, on, yeah, and then you pin. <coughs> it was um, simpler times when finishing moves didn't have to be so complex as they are as some of them are now, right? And you know, but he was the boogie woogie man. I mean, everybody yeah. loved him, and you know, and I I mentioned I was like, yeah, I remember you and Paul Jones, you know, were always at each other. He's like for five years, brother. <laughs> and I was like, it was five years. I mean, I knew it was a long time. I didn't yeah. know if they had a five year long feud. That's crazy. Oh man. Uh with some of the other uh wrestlers who were there, I saw the honky tonk man. Um and I, I had a little bit of cash in my pocket, then I looked and saw his prices. I'm like, never mind. Uh because I only had twenty bucks left and he was charging like forty. I'm like, no, like come that's on. All right. It's like, come on, honky, you know better. It's gonna yeah. come on. Um, I did buy, I always buy wrestling loot. Got a, another mask. Uh, this one right here, you know, blue and red, you know, and I have no idea what the mask are going to look like before I, I buy right, them. Right. You know, so, um, and got a t-shirt for Layton, but he won't wear it. Um, but it's like the Dallas Sportatorium. Oh, and why won't he yeah, wear it? He doesn't understand the significance of it, uh-huh. <laughs> but. You know, he's like, what? I was like, we'll just wear it around the house or something. I'm yeah. Like, you're, not go- you're not going to school right now anyway. So, right. um, but, um, trying to think what else, you know, got late in a couple of Funko Pops, mm-hmm. you know, cause that's what he goes for. And you see in one of the pictures, actually he's holding one. It's an undertaker coming out of the casket. Yeah. 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 Um, and he got his own NWO. I'm like, I already have it, but he wanted his own. He NWO. wanted his own. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Uh, but some of the other wrestlers, Christian Khrushchev uh, wasn't able to go very dark, so he um, he had to back out for some reason last minute, but he uh, was bummed that he couldn't be there. Right. Um, but Bill Eady was there. I didn't meet him, but he was there, mm-hmm. but he has mask on his mask superstar. Oh, okay. Yep. So, um, but it was weird because Darso was going to be pulling like double duty, half of demolition yeah, and half, half of, of the Russians. Yeah. Um, and I try to think the other ones. It would have been uh, hilarious oh. if he mixed the gimmicks up at the different booths. Yeah, <laughs> I was even thinking, I was like, "How's he going to pull this off?" Yeah. Uh, Rob Van Dam was there. His line was long. Oh yeah, and he. Was I, another... I imagine. I'm not surprised. Yeah, uh, Sting's reason. I, you know, if you look at the picture, I'm taking it. You know, from down below, they yeah. had him like up on the the balcony. Yeah. And you know that that was another line. People. I heard him after they met him. They said they waited in that line for two hours. No, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, Respect him as a legend and everything, but no, I'm not standing in line for two hours. No. Yeah. Um, beside RVD was uh, Sabu. Okay. You know, um, uh, Shane Douglas was there. Um, I guess I could have asked him. I, I, I didn't ask him if he wanted to sign the belt too, because I'm like, will yeah. he? I mean, that's uh, the thing is, it's like, how does he really feel about the NWA title? Right. I know, I know all that that went down, but it's like how much of that was some true feelings in there. So you don't know. Yeah, uh, Scorpio was there. You know, saw him. Uh, Devon Dudley. Um, 
uh, Ron Simmons. Damn. Yep. Uh, yep. That's what it, that's what his, his shirt said anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of these days, I'm I'm going to meet him because oh, yeah. you know, everybody I've, I've you know every, every time I've heard about someone meeting, like he's like the one the the nicest people you'd ever meet. Oh yeah, you know, that's so. what I've always uh, anything ever any interviews with people or things that I've read, they said that he's just a class act. Yeah. Um, the one of the bushwhackers was supposed to be that I don't remember which one. Uh, I didn't see him, but then again, that doesn't. I mean, he could have been there, and I just totally uh, missed right. him. Uh, Greg Valentine was there. Um, Bobby Blaze was there again, of course. Um, his was the cheapest one. Uh, it was ten, ten, fifteen. Oh, okay. Yep. So, um, I guess I could have met him, but I really don't know a lot about him. Right. You know so. Uh, I know he was in Smoky Mountain for a bit. He also he's from Ashland, mm-hmm. you know, so it's not that not that far of a drive to go from Ashland up to Chillicothe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but in the wrestling, you know, my son didn't. He didn't want to stay to watch the wrestling, which, mm-hmm. um, you know, he doesn't. He calls it indie wrestling. I'm like, this isn't really indie wrestling. I mean, these are like major players. Yeah. Um. We left before Big Mama and Savannah Sweet got there, so we didn't get a chance to mm. talk with them. So, uh, now the next day, Tiny Tim he did tell me, you know, because I showed him the video, he said, Jimmy, he said, oh, he said I've wrestled Jimmy before. I'm like, you have? Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, yeah, you know, but when he was, he, he said, yeah, whatever time he was the NWF champion, but that that uh, that same time he wrestled him, and um, and then Big Mama, uh, not your Big Mama. You know, <laughs> the, the NWF Big Mama. Yeah, know, she talked about you know she beat him with the belt or something like that. I'm like, do what? <laughs> yeah, she said it was it was like you know five years ago or something like that. Um, and she said he was there, part of a story, and she was told uh, said hit him with the belt, and she's like, I don't want to. He's like 75 years old, and I like, hit him, like, <laughs> hit him. <laughs> Finally, you know, so he got beat by a Big Mama, but not his Big Mama. Right, right. You know, so um, I wonder about his Big Mama. Because that was one of the things when I got home Saturday night, um, I pulled up the network and I, I pulled up Starcade '85, <laughs> uh, and I did that actually to watch the Rock and Rolls versus uh, the Russians in the cage. And I forgot that was the uh, the one. It was Jimmy and Miss Atlanta Lively, also known as Ronnie Garvin in a dress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I guess the Midnight Express. And Big Mama, of course, was with them. And I was like, I forgot right. about her. <laughs> you know, I was like, how did I forget about her? Uh, so I'm going to look up. Um, because, I mean, that was actually his wife in real life. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I do a search on the page. Uh, yeah, his wife is named, her actual name is Angel. Why don't you just call her that? I know. That's I don't know. Um Oh, apparently he actually wrote a book and another book and Nikolai Volkov did the Ford. Hmm. Well. Huh. Um He's now married to, and yeah, so she's still with us. Okay. So he has six grandkids and uh it sounds like he's still running his uh his school and he has a son named Handsome. <laughs> that fits. Yeah, that yep. checks. Out. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so uh, I cannot, you know, 
with all the the past three weeks um it's just been so hectic. I haven't even been really able to keep up with what's going on in yeah, wrestling besides me, a couple of tweets, but me either, but I don't think it's been a lot. I think everything was gearing toward AEW revolution, which was an excellent show from what everything that I've seen. They said the need, you definitely need to check out um, MJF and Brian Danielson in the Iron Man yeah. match. They said it was just, they said anybody who says MJF can't wrestle needs to watch that match. Uh, is that the one? I mean, I've heard some flack where he threw a drink in a, in a kid's yeah, face. Yeah, he threw. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I've seen kind of mixed opinions on that. You know, some people are saying the kid was a plant; had to have been because they're not going to risk him actually. Yeah, like, I kind of thought that too because it's like you throw a drink in my kid's face; it's not going to end well for you. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I yeah. Mean, I mean, you may end up breaking my legs, but you know what? You might, but you'll know I was there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, so, but I've heard it was an excellent show. Um, it's really it. I mean, mainly, you know, everything's gearing toward WrestleMania weekend. So, yep. And this coming Saturday, there is an event down in Covington. I don't know if I'm going to go to it or not. I'd like to. Um, had Nikki Victory turned heel the last, you know, by the last yes. time? Okay. Yes, she had already turned. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, she's fully. Um, yeah, she's embracing it too, from oh, what I've is. seen on social media. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and the funny thing is, funny thing, this actually happened. I don't. Um, yeah, I know I haven't told you about this. Um, right after Chris Harris did the promo, mm-hmm. you know, um, which by the way, Chris, thank you so much. Yes, that was, thank you. That uh, was amazing. Um. Well, we're, you know, we're sitting here talking about, you know, something about him coming back on the show. He wants to come back on the show, mm-hmm. you know, so we got to definitely got to hook that up. Yeah. Uh, we do owe Bear, Kermit Cade, we, we owe him yes, first, you yep. know, so he, he is the first in line. So, uh, but then Nikki walked by, you know, and of course all the matches are over with and whatever. Right. And, you know, she's wearing like this, um, like this leather skirt, you know, mm-hmm. type of deal, you know, so she's, I mean, she's fully embracing. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. And she walked by, and Chris, Chris, he looked at her, he said, you look like a slut. <laughs> <laughs> and she turned around, thank you. <laughs> That's good. And I was like, I wish I had that on video. Yeah. You know, um. But that's great that she's embracing the <laughs> that she had she's having you know because some people like some people can only play one side or the other. Right. You know, it's it's good that she was you know a face for so long and then was able to make that switch and fully embrace the heel side. So yeah, that's pretty I cool. mean, I was even cause I was add some versatility Noah, to your career yes, too because that, that's the only thing in the NWF she had not done. Yeah, I mean, and she's done things that you know she's been a tag team champion. Where it yeah. was her and Star Rider, they were yeah. the tag team champs. Yeah. You know, she yeah. was she was wrestling guys. Yeah. Dude, when you see her wrestling person, because I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a win, it's not gonna be an if. Mm-hmm. But she takes some bumps that I'm like, <laughs> you know, I've seen like, some of her stuff oh. on dark. She's taking some bumps on AEW Dark that's like oh when you see the one she's taking live, I mean, when they're mm-hmm. taking her and they're basically whipping her backwards where she's all of a sudden on her back but she's hitting the back of her head oh wow on the mat i'm like ooh, i'm like y'all need to kind of take it easy i mean i know she may be tough but you're talking about the back of somebody's head here yeah yeah you know um i saw her take a spine buster from a guy named ryan stone and i mean and he did a very very good like Mm arnage triple h level yeah spine buster 
and he's a big dude. I mean, he's like about our size. And mm-hmm. you've seen, I mean, you've seen how small she is. Yeah. And he did it just perfect. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and she took it like a champ, you know. So I think that's another reason why when Roger Ruffin said she has no ceiling. Oh, yeah, she doesn't. No. She's got the move set. She's got a good look. And she can take some just nasty bumps. Yeah. You know, and that's one of the things Jim Ross has actually talked about when wrestlers were sending videos, okay, they they tend to only show the highlights where they're the ones went in doing all these moves. He's like, yeah, but they need to see how well do you take bumps? Yeah, how well do you sell? Yeah, right. So, uh, but yeah, she does a fantastic job, and uh, when they show her and Joshua, um, yeah, you know, together, <laughs> yeah. some people are like, I can't believe that. I'm like, I'm I'm okay with it. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you know, it's, it's good. It works. Yeah, it, it works. I mean. You know, but um, but I think for now, I think we were, you know, we we lasted like well a little over an hour. Oh yeah, you no, know, had I mean, no idea what we were going to talk about. Well, we yeah. knew we knew a couple things, but uh, but it's good to be back. You know, hopefully, you know, it won't be three weeks before we record again. <laughs> right. <laughs> so once again, we apologize for that. Um, you know, we didn't, you know, like I said, life happens, and for me and Dwayne, yeah. it happens a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah. A lot, so we just had to roll with it and do the best we could, you know. Yep. So, uh, but in the meantime, send us your suggestions, send us your feedback. By the way, if you if you use Apple Podcasts, listen to the show. If you give us a five star rating and a review, I will read it on the air. You know, I didn't even check that today. <laughs> it shows how out of it I've been. Um, didn't even check to see if we had any reviews. Uh, do 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 boo boo. That's right. I'm singing like it's in the 1940s, and <laughs> nope. <laughs> I do that sometimes too. <laughs> uh, singing like your Bugs Bunny. Abracadabra. Yeah. <laughs> and if y'all don't know that what I'm talking about, you know, Dwaylon knows. Yep, I know. <laughs> go, go check it out. You know, when he starts singing Hocus Pocus. <laughs> Then he says, Abracapocus. Yeah. Focus Cadabra. <laughs> <laughs> See, now you're wanting to go watch cartoons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so call Avi, Avi in there, you know, that way, you know, you'll have an excuse. And yeah, I'll hope knows by now. I'll just watch it by myself. <laughs> It'll be fine. All I right. watch enough superhero cartoons that she's like, eh, I don't think anything about it. <laughs> uh, you know what? Watch the Super Friends from like the late 70s, early 80s. That's I have, right and there. it's like, it cracks me up. It's it does. Just... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but my friend, until hopefully, you know, we'll be recording again on Thursday. Hopefully. You know, I say hopefully, you know, yeah. you know, we're not going to schedule any interviews yet. You know, yeah. uh, and I will email Bear and say, hey, we're back recording again. We'll see. Tentatively, yeah. Tentatively. <laughs> um, you know, but until we can speak again, my friend, I'll just go ahead and say good night and God bless. God bless.